New Shalayim right now at 92 with a little bit of rain. We're going to be speaking about one of the most amazing places in Yerushalayim. Sharet Tzedek Medical Center welcomed the first patients to the Wilf Children's Hospital back in May of 2015, just a couple of months back. And with us uh, via telephone is the National Board President for the American Committee for Sharet Tzedek, Mr. Murray Lawlich. Mr. Lawlich, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM, and a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you. Thank you, Nachum, and the same to you and all of your listeners. May we have a blessed year, a wonderful year. Amen. I appreciate that. Before we talk about the Children's Hospital, which is such an amazing development and something I'm sure you're extremely proud of, why not give our audience just a little bit of an overview of just how prominent Sharet said it continues to be, just how prominent it has become on the medical scene in the state of Israel? Well, Sharet Tzedek operates on many, many levels. First of all, it is... Uh, a terrific hospital. Uh, it's the largest hospital in Jerusalem, the largest single hospital. Uh, as a result of its recent uh, merger with Bikur Cholim, it became even larger. Uh, and it is particularly uh, well known for its uh, maternity uh, operations, <laughs> uh, which include many uh, additional uh, services, particularly the neonatal intensive care unit, uh, the largest in Israel with uh, 70 uh, respiratory units that are called giraffes, uh, and it, it is a leading research hospital. Uh, they recently completed a study uh, on the need for all Ashkenazi women to be tested for the uh, for the BRCA gene, uh, whether or not there's any history of, of cancer within the family, uh, and the opening of the new uh, Jack and uh, Gitta Nagel uh, Children's Pavilion as part of our new building, part of the new Wilf building, uh, is another uh, wonderful development. Uh, the hospital has, is 112 years old. As I say, it's the largest, uh, in Jerusalem. It was based on, and built 112 years ago, based on two principles. Uh, first of all, that it is governed by halacha, uh, as defined by the, uh, chief rabbi of the city of Jerusalem. And second, uh, that there should be absolutely no discrimination, uh, based on, uh, religion, race, uh, I guess to some in sex, but uh, basically no discrimination, uh, so that we treat uh, simultaneously uh, Arabs, Christians, Jews, our staff, uh, doctors, nurses, everyone down the line is similarly composed of uh, people of all religions who, in this little corner of the world, you know, put aside all of the strife and the terror, uh, and they work to save lives. Yeah. What? Uh, was all about. And the last time we spoke about Shari Tzedek on the air, I believe it was um, when we were speaking about the rescue mission that they led from Israel to help those who were involved in uh, the most recent earthquake. And that's just, as, as you just described, that's just part of the entire mission, and it's part of the, the effort to try to help anybody everywhere if possible, even if it's outside of Israel. Yes. Which is pretty well, remarkable. Our work is concentrated, obviously, serving yeah. <laughs> the people of Jerusalem and those who right. visit Jerusalem. Right, no question about that. At what point, and again, you've described the growth, and we hear just how amazing you know the last 100-plus years have been. At what point does the medical staff, I assume it starts with them, come to people like you and say, we need or it's time for a separate children's hospital? Well, uh, we are pretty close to a uh, separate children's hospital by having several floors in, in our new building devoted to children. Uh, but, you know, children are just an outgrowth of what we have uh, for maternity, uh, 
They're simple cases, complicated cases. Uh, Shari Tzedek, uh, housed 22,000 births last year. Wow. Uh, out of 180,000 births in Israel. So it's well over 10% of the total births. Uh, and you need other facilities. I mean, all things have, uh, can happen during a pregnancy. Uh, so you need a major hospital, uh, to serve the mothers, uh, as well as to serve, uh, the children. Uh, so I don't think there's really a movement to totally separate, right. uh, the children's hospital. Uh, so far we, uh, we have adequate space and, uh, under our brilliant director general, Professor Yonatan Halevi, I mean, he's, he's plans for the future. Right. And, uh, we will be able to accommodate uh, future growth. Yeah, I wasn't suggesting it to be completely separate physically, but in terms of its own facilities, so to speak, you know, at some point, I believe uh, they felt it was necessary. Is, is there is there something that we as um, as regular people would detect if we walked into the hospital? Is the the fact that it's a you know separate unit and treated differently because it's a children's unit? Is that something that's only obvious to the medical personnel, or even uh, even outsiders would see just how beneficial it is to have a separate children's unit i think that anybody can who, who visits it can see how beneficial it is uh if you walked in uh besides seeing the most modern equipment you've had a chance to talk to some of the doctors and nurses besides seeing their skills uh you would see a lot of other things uh, in case a child has to have an extended stay mm. and many children do uh we have classrooms and libraries where they can keep up with their work in school uh, you'll see clowns walking around, medical clowns <laughs> walking around trying to make the children happier. Uh, you'll see uh, animals for animal therapy. Uh, and above all, you will see a very clean hospital uh, with the latest equipment, with a lot of uh, individual rooms. Uh, in fact, the hospital in general is moving towards having all private rooms uh, on the theory that that's uh, medically uh, better for the patients, even though it has a very, very liberal, and I know from my own experience, a very, very liberal visitor's policy uh, where they welcome family members, uh, even to intensive care units. Uh, but I think if you walk around the hospital, you see the diversity of people who are there. Uh, and as I say, you can, you can see Arab doctors treating uh, Haredi Jews and mm-hmm. vice versa. Is there, uh, is there a precedent for that? I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but is there a precedent for a hospital with only private rooms? Uh, I believe from what Jonathan has told me that not in Israel. This will be the first hospital with only private rooms. Wow. Uh, but the theory is, you know, if, if you have to share a room so the other patient may have a serious illness, All right. uh, the visiting hours may be different, the people that are visiting them, the amount of noise, uh, the amount of germs, so uh, that's really our goal. All right. And for children in the hospital... This hosp- new building will, will uh, help us get there. All right. And for children in the hospital, obviously, to have a parent be able to sleep over and be more comfortable in an environment like that obviously makes a world of difference. Anybody who's been in that situation knows that. Yes. Uh, Murray Lorlach is with us. He is the um, he is the uh, National President, American Committee for Shire Tzedek, talking about the brand-new Children's Hospital. Has the official dedication ceremony taken place yet? The, uh, ha- it has for the uh, for the Nagel family pavilion, uh, and there are various uh, uh, other units that have been uh, dedicated. Uh, we have a uh, uh, a breast cancer uh, center that uh, is now operational, uh, which again combines all kinds of disciplines that are necessary in the treatment of, of breast cancer, from oncologists, uh, hematologists, surgeons, psychologists. 
uh, I mean, a wide variety of specialists uh, housed in the breast cancer center uh, so that uh, the patients can get complete treatment without having to be moved from unit to unit. Hmm. Uh, I don't recall whether that's been dedicated or, or just that it's open. <laughs> uh, but that, that is certainly there. Yeah, I bring that up because, and, and, you, and you make the point just by uh, rattling off some names because, the, and, and it's not to be taken lightly, uh, the dedication that people have to making sure the hospital continues to grow. But, but there's so many families. I mean, we mentioned that, uh, you know, it's called the Wilf Children's Hospital, but as you pointed out, there's so many families really around the world and many from the United States who've gone ahead and done something to make sure that at least, you know, one of the departments is named for their family. And I guess that's a good way of, uh, of presenting to our audience the fact that it really takes a group effort. It takes a real community effort to get something like this built. Well, uh, yes, and, you know, we have many other departments. There's the Glauback, uh, uh Pavilion for uh, Emergency Children's Care. Right. Uh, we're now building ambulance bays, so there'll be a separate entrance uh, for the ambulances to be able to go directly into the uh, pediatric ward. Uh, and the basic thing, you know, thanks to Professor Alevi's leadership, uh, the, oper- the hospital itself operates on a break-even basis. The money that is donated, and uh, last year it was well over $20 million uh, from the American Committee, uh, that money is used to buy equipment uh, and to help build the buildings. Right. It's all for capital purposes. Uh, the hospital by itself is, is self-sufficient from the operational point of view, and that's pretty rare in Israel. Uh, many other hospitals, obviously not all, but many other hospitals, uh, have financial difficulty in terms of even meeting their operations. Uh, we're able to really donate money so that we can have these various uh, pavilions, uh, you know, named for people. We're gonna we're working very uh, heavily on a, on a new emergency department that will be underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, given the the uh, you know the scope of terrorism, uh, given uh, uh, Jerusalem even had a, had an earthquake. So given what is going on there, uh, the new emergency wards will be downstairs, below ground. And that, too, is being dedicated by uh, by the Matloff family. Unfortunately, Jack Matloff uh, passed away uh, very recently, but that's, that was his wife's work. He was a, a cardiac surgeon at uh, Cedars-Sinai in Los Angeles, and he made his life effort uh, you know, helping Shari Tzedek. Is there a... Um... With all the technology and as fast moving as the world of medicine is, uh, do people like Dr. Alevi uh, fear that it's sometimes difficult to keep up? That it's sometimes hard to create a state of the art unit and then, God forbid, it be obsolete? You know, right around the corner. Uh, I think, you know, as I say, Professor Alevi really is a very, very far sighted uh, individual, and he knows his medicine uh, from A to Z. Uh, he's a marvelous doctor. In fact, he was the head of the internal medicine department uh, in the effort in Nepal. Uh, right. And he went there and he came back and said, what a marvelous experience it was. Right. Uh, you know, through our research and through uh, you know, the capabilities of our doctors, uh, we are keeping up with uh, whatever new developments there are in medicine. And, and in, in many cases, we're leading it, and certainly within the state of Israel, uh, we are a leading source of, of new technologies. Uh, we also have a wonderful partnership with uh, uh, the USA uh, Aid Department, uh, which also helps us buy some of the latest uh, equipment. And 
you know, we think we're doing very well, but obviously, you know, we're not, we're far from overconfident. We always have to be concerned, uh, that we do keep up and, and, uh, and so far we've done it. For how, us. how long ago did you start your association with the hospital? Uh, I actually started it, uh, going on a mission. That's why I'm a, I'm a great believer in missions. Uh, in 2008, uh, we went to South Africa. Uh, and there were a couple of rainy days in Cape Town, so uh, we got to visit the uh, uh, the hospital there where the first transplants uh, were performed, and we got to learn a lot about what's going on in the hospital. And that's where I really fell in love with it, based on those two principles uh, that I talked about, halacha and no discrimination, right. uh, plus the capability that I saw of Professor Alevi and the other people from the hospital who were there, uh, including our executive director of the American Committee, uh, Rachel Wolf, uh, very talented, very dedicated, uh, people, and we have a wonderful organization. Um, and, uh, you know, as I say, we, we are committed to helping, uh, the hospital, uh, meet its capital needs and its equipment needs. Murray Lawless is with us. He is National Board President of the American Committee for Sharaid Sedig. With 10% of Israel's births, is there ever a shortage of space in the maternity ward? <laughs> uh, there was. Uh, and it's a question of how much uh, crowning you do. Uh, and let me also mention another very important figure in the, in the life of uh, Shari Sedek, and that's sure. Menno Rasker, right. uh, who has been associated with, uh, with the hospital uh, for more than 50 years. Wow. And he was also one of the people that we met in Africa. Um, and again, it was just very impressive to see his dedication and what uh, he's been able to accomplish in 50 short years. A lot of good people out there, huh? Uh, thank God, yes, we are blessed. Uh, and it's a pleasure, really, to visit. And I, I encourage people, uh, when they are in, in, in Yerushalayim, you know, they should take a visit uh, and, and, and visit the hospital. If you call their uh, Uri Schwartz from their public relations department, he will be happy to arrange uh, a visit for you, a tour for you. Uh, we're conveniently located on one of the stops of the light railroad. Uh, uh, opposite Mount uh, uh, Mount Herzl, and uh, it's a marvelous place to visit and to really you know, feel uh, comfortable knowing the kind of treatment that uh, the hospital is providing. We have a marvelous uh, cardiology and, and, and uh, uh, cardiothoracic uh, surgery department, uh, which was one of the leaders in performing uh, transcatheter aortic valve replacements. Uh, and we have uh, the largest uh, Nico. I mean, to see these little babies yeah. who weigh under two pounds, yeah. and you think, how are they ever going to live? And then you go out and you see the pictures of these kids who have been treated previously and how they have weddings and bar mitzvahs. Yep. Right? It is remarkable, that's for sure. As the father of three preemies, I can tell you that experience is something, and it really is uh, incredible what they do over there. When's the next time you're visiting the Wilf Children's Hospital? I, I hope over Sukkot. Oh, very nice. Yeah, our that, best that's reg- our hope. Our best regards, everybody there. Greatly appreciate you joining us this morning. And Mazal Tov, this has obviously been, in reference to 2015 and 5775, obviously a banner year for Sharet Sedek, and we wish you the best of luck with everybody involved uh, in the year ahead. Thank you very much, and a good year. Murray Lawlicht is the uh, National Board President for the American Committee for Shari Tzedek. As you heard, the Wilf Children's Hospital, and there's a million developments as he just described to us, but the Wilf Children's Hospital, one of the uh, one of the um, jewels in the crown, especially uh, in this past year of 5775, opened in May. Uh, some of the areas, some of the sections already dedicated 
and uh, over Sukkot, uh, both Mr. Lolith and his family, and I bet a lot of other people will be visiting to see the progress that they're making there at Shari Tzedek. Greatly appreciate him joining us this morning, 11 minutes before 8 o'clock. It is a Wednesday. It's some Gedalia morning at JM in the AM.